Well, hello everyone. Yes, this is Michelle Hughes and I want to thank you for coming to Destiny Moments and I think we have a show for you tonight. I challenge people to help me decide on what topic that I should talk about. And I got two so far. And this week we're going to we're choosing uh, Camden Michael, and he wanted to know how to grow and stay in love. I'm going to say that again. How to grow and stay in love. Camden Michael, I want to thank you for being brave enough to ask me to uh, choose a topic. And the other topic I'm going to choose for next week, we're going to talk about how to get a good wife, and that is coming from Chandu Oz. I hope I'm saying your name right, Chandu Oz. Thank you, and we're going to talk about that next Thursday. So if you desire for me to talk about a particular topic, I need you to... um, Either email me at mrhughes758 at gmail.com or hit me up on my Facebook page. All right. Well, tonight, as I said, we've been challenged by Camden. Uh, Michael, Camden, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. How do how to grow and stay in love? And I think that's always a question that we would ask, or I think you should ask yourself. Um, Nobody wants to fall out of love. And you want to figure out how do people stay married 50 and 60 and, you know, 80 years? And, you know, well, let's just start out with just five years, okay? <laughs> Sometimes they don't even make it past a year. So I think that's a good question that he asks, um, how to grow and stay in love. And I believe that I'm going to challenge you with some questions I'm going to give to you tonight. And I would preface this by saying that it's always good to have a relationship with God because he gives you insight. He gives you direction and guidance concerning the individual that you are going to spend a lifetime with. And so he'll warn you and and show you things and tell you what to say and tell you what not to say and when to be quiet and, and just listen and just observe. I believe that When we can respect one another, that is so important, and not take advantage of someone's kindness. And just because a person is, you know, a giver doesn't mean you just take advantage of that kind, that kind heart that they have in being a giver. Or maybe um, whatever it may be, you know, maybe someone always have a chip on their shoulder. You know, they, they have an attitude issue. And I believe that you have to sit down and talk about, um, you know, honey, let's begin to find great avenues or great ways to deal with the anger issue. Because that anger issue is coming from someplace deep within that person. Sometimes it's something that happened in their childhood and they never got over it. Maybe someone, they, you know, beat them or, you know, whatever, and and they still carrying it on their shoulder. And and that's when, when you're with another person, 
it, everything comes open. Uh, when it's just you, it's just you that you're dealing with unless you're dealing with other people. And that's when you are challenged to realize, you know, maybe I, I have some issues that I need to deal with. And I believe that um, it takes time. Um, to deal with issues from relationships that you previously have had, or what if you have um, you were divorced and you're still dealing with issues from a previous marriage, and like I said, or even previous relationships, and sometimes those things linger on into other relationships, especially when you have found a special person. So. I hope, Mr. Michael, that we will answer this question or this topic will uh, answer some of the questions that you may have within yourself. I'm going to start. I have uh, 10 little points I'm going to give, and I got two bonus that I'm going to give out tonight, too. So we're going to start with, number one, I said, the time that you spend with each other. I, I believe that's important. How much time you spend with one another, getting to know each other um, is important because uh, especially if you haven't married, and if you're single, this will give you uh, the opportunity to figure out if this is the right person for you. Um, sometimes you'll realize, you know, um, I love I love that person, but um, they may have too many issues that I'm not willing to deal with. Or there have been people who have said, uh, no, they have challenges, but I'm going to marry them anyway. And so Joyce Meyer's husband did that. Even with her, she had challenges, but he was willing to marry her. So it depends. I do believe that if you love that person, and you see within their spirit that that is a person who really needs help, but they are a caring person. You see beneath the, the things that they're expressing. And so you're willing to take a chance and say, I, I love you even with your short changes. And no one's perfect. If you're looking for a perfect person, don't get married. Don't even think about getting into a relationship because you're going to find something that is not correctly uh, the way you would want it to be. But if you're willing to say, I love you regardless of some of your issues, I see the, the bigger picture here. I love you. I love the way you smile. I love the way you handle situations. You'll start looking at other things and not just the little minute things that's, that will run you away that shouldn't because it's not a big issue, unless it is a big issue. And if it is, if you can't talk about it and figure out, um, you know, can I live with this, you know, pray and ask God to give you answers concerning is this going to be too much of a challenge to me. Number two is communicating your thoughts. I believe that if we can't be honest, and I'm not saying communicating in a derogatory way. I'm not, I'm not saying being negative. Even when we have negative things that we may have to address, I believe we can still do it in a diplomatic way. Which it can be loving and caring and, and not just thinking about what you want from the situation or uh, the answers you're looking for. You know, maybe they may not talk the way you want them to talk. Uh, their thinking may be totally different from the way you think. 
So that's where I believe um, people who have stayed married for years, I, I think about my parents, uh, was married until my father passed. Uh, they were married 50 plus years. And I don't think that's something that you do and you don't encounter uh, situations that will make you think, oh, did I do the right thing? But yeah, you, you will say that. You will know that you did the right thing. And so because of you know, their children, if you had children from that marriage or what have you, it's always going to be something that will help you to realize that you did make the right decision, even if that person um, is not everything that you would want in an individual. I believe that's how you grow. I believe that's how you stay in love because you continue to grow together. And especially if you are marrying young, you know, my parents were young when they got married. My mother was only, what, 17. My dad was 21 years old. And so when you marry young, you, you, they're going to have to adjust to you growing up, you know. I think about where, I'm to, where I am today and where I was when I was younger. You know, I'm not that same Michelle. And so when you look at your life and look at your, you as an individual, I think that will help you to understand, be patient with that individual. Let them grow. Let them express themselves. But always have, I believe, a caring heart. Number three is staying focused on what drew you to to each other. And I believe that when you can stay focused on that, you know, why did you fall in love with this person? You know, I believe that's how you grow and stay in love. You know, something just, I mean, it was the chemistry. Uh, it was the the. the, the the, the the laugh or, you know, their laughter or their smile or, you know, it's something that drew you to that person. And every time you look at that person, you, it should remind you of the reason why you selected that person and why you selected each other. Because you all will have totally different um, opinions on, you know, why I fell in love with you, or, or maybe it took me some time to realize that you were the best thing happening, you know. <laughs> Number four is um, not allowing distractions to get you off your relationship. And, you know, we can have family issues, you know. It's always going to be family members who may not like that person. It might, it might be friends who may not like the person that you've chosen. You have to make the decision for yourself. It can't be on other people and their decision, unless it's something that you should listen to them and take heed to what they're trying to warn you to. Because sometimes I believe that, you know, you can fall in love and, and, and it's the wrong person. So you don't want that to happen, you know, that you fall in love with the wrong person. And sometimes, I'm just going to be very blunt, sometimes it's sexual as opposed to really this being a love uh, from heaven. <laughs> and number five is why do you love each other? You know, I think it's good to sit down and talk to each other and say, you know, baby, I love you because, you know, you just bring out the best in me. You know, every time we're talking, you know, you bring out things to help me think about how I can live my life better. Even when... uh 
I don't disagree with you. You never get mad with me. You always have uh, an easy go spirit, even though we're not agreeing on everything, but you're able to take it in stride. And I think that's what I love about you. I mean, you got to figure out some things, you know, why you love that person. You know, what drew, what's drawing me to you? I mean, there's a, other women around, there's other men around, but here you stand to be the one I'm selecting because you're special. And I believe that's what it takes. It takes that person being that special candidate, that per, the person who really brings out the best in you, and you bring out the best in them. Number six is, how will you deal with each other when things are negative in the relationship? Yeah, you know, it's going to be times when you're going to get mad with one another. You know, you're going to go in the room and close the door and like, I don't want to talk, you know. Or she may say, I'm going for a ride in the car. I just, <clears throat> I need my space today. I don't, I don't even want to look at you, you know. Sure, you're going to have those days. And there's no perfect relationship. But I believe the ones that understand uh, commitment. I heard my mother tell uh, my sister's husband's friend. He came over to uh, sell me some insurance. And and, um, she said, you have to be committed to the institution of marriage. You just can't. Everything that doesn't go well, you run out and say, I'm divorcing. That's no, you have to be committed. And I believe that when God is in your life, he will show you just like how you make a commitment to have a relationship with God. And if you really love God, you want to please him. And I believe it's the same thing when you get married or when you're in a relationship, you want to please that person. You want that person to please you. And so you have to have an attitude to say, no matter what, you know, we can sit down. We need to talk about it. There's some things I didn't like. And, and I'm asking you, please don't do that again. I mean, there's some things you can really be very, um, you know, very, uh, and what's the word, um, you know, purposeful in what you're saying to that person and letting them know, I didn't like what you did. Please don't do that again. Because it's, 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 I don't like that, you know? And I believe that the more truthful you can be, uh, during your courtship and letting them know when things irritate you and you know that hey that's going to rub me the wrong way you don't want to do that and so hopefully they'll be mature enough to realize hey she doesn't like that or he doesn't like that so you know don't do it and you know just it's not about just pleasing yourself when you're in a relationship it's about pleasing the other person too you you should want to please them just as well as that person should want to please you. If, if you have disagreements, you shouldn't just feel like, okay, it's my way or the highway. No. How are you, two people cannot come together and it's going to be perfect. You're going to have disagreements. But it's how you, do, you deal with those disagreements. Are you able, again, to be respectful of the other person's opinions and and not just tear them down because of their viewpoints. You know, that's how they were raised. You, you're bringing two homes together. She was raised a certain way. He, You were raised a certain way. He was raised a certain way. And you're bringing those homes together, regardless who raised them. And so in that, 
I believe respect is the key. And if you put God first in your life, he's going to keep you on track. Okay, number seven is how will you handle your friends and family members? Yes, it's always going to be somebody in the family thinking that they, you know, know the best for you. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But you two have to come together and make some decisions on how far you will allow other people to interfere in your relationship. You got to make those points because if not, everybody will be coming in telling you what to do and, you know, breaking, they'll break up your marriage or break up the relationship. You don't want them to do that. And so you got to be able to sit down and talk when you see something happening that you really don't like. And each person is going to be different on, in, in the things that they like and the things that they dislike. Number eight is, will you put God first in your life? And that's, that's I believe, the most important thing of any relationship is putting God first in in your life. And I believe that when you do that, he helps to keep the balance because you are putting him first in the relationship. And if you want to please God, then God's going to show you how to please your mate, you know, how to please each other. And that keeps it on point so that nobody can just get off and thinking that they got all the answers and you need to be quiet because, you know, listen to me only. I mean, I believe the, the man should be the head of the home. I mean, that's what the Bible says. But he says, but what? But we all have an opinion. He says, but even though the man is the head, but you should have respect one to the other. So in other words, the man should still respect the woman and the woman should still respect the man. And I believe that when we have that respect for each other, it just leads to a wholesome uh, relationship. Number nine is, will you fellowship together at a particular church? You, You have to decide... Um, I know there are people who they go to different churches, you know, um, I would hope that uh, you would select a church together because you want to grow together in the things of God together. And I believe that when the spirit is moving and you're in the same church, you know, I mean, everybody feels things differently uh, or react to different things differently when it comes to the things of God. But it's something when the two of you are fellowshipping in the same church. So that's the decision I think you two should make, especially if you want to uh, grow in the things of God and stay in love. Yes. Ten is, how will you handle your finances? Yes. I know I I left that to the last, the money, because that will make or break any relationship is how you handle your finances. And you have to come to some understanding. I know uh, relationships where the woman handles the money better and the man has given the money to the wife. Or their relationships, I know my parents, you know, at some point my dad handled all the finances. And so I, I just believe that that's a decision you two will have to come and figure out who's the better person. Um, at handling the finances and making good decisions on what you should purchase, you know, especially when you talk about purchasing a home or cars or whatever it might be. Someone has to have that 
uh, financial headset that really knows how to handle that money and save. My mother was a saver. She could save money like nothing. And my dad, too. Um, and so who's the best at saving money and who's the best at spending it? I know if you say spending it, I would say it would be me. I love to spend money. I'm not going to sit here. God has had to discipline me when it comes to not spending money. Okay, here's the bonus question. Will you have children? And you have to ask yourself, how many do you both desire? Now, we, you know, we just started having kids. I don't even know if we have a conversation on, you know, how many kids we want. You know, people just get pregnant, you know. <laughs> My mother said if she had her way back then, you know, they didn't have the stuff that they have today. I don't think she would have had any of us, you know. <laughs> but anyway, she loved us still. But my point is this, if you're going to have children, uh, you, you got to decide on how many and, uh, you know, how you're going to discipline them. You know, some people are more disciplinarian than others, you know, so you got to talk about these things. I just believe that if we don't talk about issues that concern you, I'm just bringing out some things to help you think about some of the questions that you need to ask the person in your life because everybody's situation is different. I'm just bringing you some, giving you some little bits of spiritual understanding and some practical things and just some things that just to get you to think about what you're doing in your relationship if you want to grow and stay in love. All right. And I believe this is how you do it. You, you do it by asking questions. You do it by writing some things down. And, and, and when you're in a relationship, you, you ask that partner things that maybe things that you don't like in that person. You, you got to talk about those things, but just, you know, keep putting it under the rug and don't, it's going to come back up. And so if you don't deal with the issues at hand, when it comes back up, sometimes it might be at a time when you're fighting. And, 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 and there's no, no one is in, under control. So you got to have some control. You got to have somebody who will say, okay, time out. We need a time out. It's going too far. Because if you don't have a time out, you know, relationships can get very nasty. If you don't have somebody who's disciplined enough and loving enough and caring enough and, and want the relationship to work, Somebody has to not have the hot head and say, okay, let's stop. We don't have to discuss this. It's not, this shouldn't break our relationship just because we're not agreeing on something that you want me to agree upon. And I'm not agreeing upon it because I don't view it the same way you do. And so that's why sometimes relationships can get really out of hand because we're not thinking the same um, you think differently, I think differently, Male thinks, males think differently than females. And so that's just how life is. That's how God created us. And I'm going to give you my last bonus. Will you have a prayer life? I'm a prayer warrior. I pray about everything. And I just believe that if you have prayer in your life, it will resolve many of the conflicts that will happen in your in your life if you get married in your home if you can decide to say you know what honey let's just pray 
Let's just pray. Let's give it to God. Because at the end of the day, we, we, not, we have no heads on what to do. And when you don't know what to do, then you give it to God. And you take it to him in prayer. And I believe that should help you. And I hope I help you, Camden, Michael, in you giving me this title tonight and how to grow and stay in love. I hope I've given you just some tidbits of things to think about that will help your relationship grow and to be thoughtful, loving, and caring. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to to you tonight. And I ask that each person that will come and hear this message, that they will leave understanding the importance of growing and staying in love, that God wants us to put him first. And when we put him first, then everything after that, he will help you to grow in your relationship. He will teach you how to love that person who you have chosen as your spouse or as your friend. He will teach you how to do it through the spirit of of truth. And I believe the more we ask him into our lives and to be the Lord of our lives, he will give us the desires of our heart. And so, Father, we thank you. We pray that each person listening to this message will grow and have a desire to have a closer relationship with you. And if you don't know Christ as your Savior, I want you to repeat after me. You say, Michelle, what do you mean? I'm saying if you haven't accepted Christ as the Lord over your life. And this is how you do it, according to Romans 10, 9 through 13. Just repeat after me. Say, Father, I ask you to be the Lord of my life. I ask you to forgive me of every sin that I've committed, knowingly or unknowingly. I thank you that I will grow thereby and get into a good church. And I know I'm going to be more like you each and every day of my life. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) I just believe that is the answer to so many of our questions when it comes to relationship. We want everything to be perfect. We want everything uh, to be a certain way. And I always look at myself, the older I've gotten in life, I always look at myself and know, Michelle, you didn't get here overnight. So you have to learn how to be patient with yourself. You have to be, learn how to be patient with other people. And when you do that, it helps you to grow. It helps you to love yourself. And I believe that if you don't love yourself, it's hard to love somebody else. And that's the key. I believe that's been the reason why I have not married thus far, and I'm just now at a point where I desire marriage. And I believe it's come from having a personal relationship with God. He's helped me to grow in areas and to forgive and and, and not always have to have my way about everything. You know, when you're growing up, sometimes you just think 
you you should have your way about everything. But your parents, they keep you on that straight and narrow. I know my parents did. <laughs> they let me know, no, you're not going to have your way about everything. No, you're not. And so I, I pray that you will grow in the things of God and by getting into a good church and, and, and learning the word of God. And, and that will help you. I believe God will bring the right person into your life. Well, you know, we got our next title next week from Chinandu uh, Oz. How to get a good wife. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. And maybe the next week we'll tell we'll have one on how to get a good husband, okay? We might just put them both together. But anyway, I just want to thank you guys for coming tonight and listening to the message. Tell somebody about destiny moments. You know, I deal with singles and I just believe that if we can start in our single life, developing, growing, becoming the person that God has ordained you to become. I just know, I just believe this, that you are going to make someone a happy husband and you're going to make somebody a happy wife. Well, I thank you for coming again. And you know what we do here. We keep it real. See you next Thursday. Love you.